1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSSE We've got three things you need to hear to get on about your day. It's the three at 1203, but I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, and this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. And here's your three at 1203. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. That'll do. Uh, Okay, last night, AMAs and Christina Aguilera. Nope, sorry, that's not where we're starting. Diana Ross got a Lifetime Achievement Award. Here's a little bit of her singing a medley of her hits. Oh my gosh, that woman. Does she age or uh, what?
3: She's uh, literally a living national treasure, and it was not more obvious than it was last night. It oh, could she, not have been more obvious last night. She
1: was amazing. One of my favorite parts that um, happened right when she was done, when they were giving her the award, was her. all of her grandkids came up on stage, and there was this one hammy kid who was like totally bound and determined to steal all the focus, and it worked. He was hilarious,
3: no, it was a beautiful, beautiful performance, and um we just you know in this day and age to see that much talent uh, in one person on stage, it was just a it was a nice way to end that broadcast yeah, last night. It was awesome,
1: all right, moving
2: on behind door number two, let's see what we've got
3: uh so Pink decided to do something unusual. Uh, For her, and by that I mean not at all, uh, she decided to fly around, uh, this time from the side of a building. It was amazing, was it not? Oh
1: my gosh. Like, took my breath away amazing. And then my husband came in and ruined it. Why? Because he goes, she's not really singing. I was like, who cares?
3: Well, I, I don't care. I will say it was, it was uh, an amazing feat, and I think we always look forward to the thing that Pink is going to do next. Um, but... You know, that's kind of her shtick. So, of course, you expect it, although I will say it was amazing the level of technique and skill that was required to pull that off. Because for those of you who didn't get a chance to see it, it was an optical illusion. So she's literally everybody is literally horizontal. uh, But the way they filmed it was vertical so that you could see everybody as if they were walking around on the top of a building or on the side of a building. Mm -hmm. But they were walking upright. So they were doing all of their movements horizontally that you would have normally had to do. Um, It's kind of like I don't know if you remember the old Batman and Robin uh, episodes when they would be climbing, quote unquote, climbing up a building. Mm -hmm. But really, it's just that they were on a stage that they had tilted the camera for. This was this was that. But for real.
1: Oh, it was insane. I mean, I'm sorry, but she has cemented herself uh, in this current time as like the best performer. She's amazing. I would... Listen, I, I'm hoping I get to see her in concert when she comes. I hope she repels uh, off the side of the building.
3: Probably not going to happen. Yeah, she probably won't do that. No. You never know. It's true.
2: And here it is behind door to block.
1: Okay, Christina Aguilera, among other things, did a tribute to Whitney Houston at the American Music Awards last night, and here's how that sounded. <laughs> So the big, you know, all the talk was frankly about one very small moment during her performance. And it was the face that Pink was wearing.
3: I didn't see this in the moment. I feel like that was just a cutaway and somebody grabbed a screen cap of it. And then therefore, everybody who wasn't actually watching the performance thought that that was her reaction. Because if you were watching the that particular performance, there were other cutaways to Pink where she was singing along and she looked completely moved by what Christina was doing. So, like, I feel like that's one of those, like. You know, moments where you're like, hey, guys, I know you want to make something here, but there's really nothing to see. Here. Well,
1: And that's basically what Pink said. She said, um, Christina Bleepin killed it tonight for one of our favorite singers ever. Uh, this about Whitney. And I am in awe of Christina's talent. Show the clip where I'm in tears, you negative Nancy's. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Like it, it sort of became viral for that one moment. Imagine that, though. You know, like we talk about this all the time. Your face can get you in trouble by accident right? Because you might just have a resting face. Because
3: yeah, people are lazy.
1: You might think that you are looking like you are into it, but somebody's going to interpret it like you're angry
3: or you don't you know, like it. Yeah, everybody's on edge to like, you know, and I will say that it it the reason this resonated was probably because there was a lot of criticism of Christina. I wasn't, you know, in the uh, mindset of Chris, uh, of criticizing her. I mean, anybody who's willing to get up on a stage and do Whitney, you deserve some mad respect. Right. And of the people that are capable of um, do a tribute for Whitney that she's one of the few people is she going to sound like Whitney no and it's just it I'm reminded of that every time somebody tries to do it whether it's Adele whether it's Christina I mean nobody is going to sound like Whitney Houston that voice shall never exist on planet earth yet again so so true you know um it's just silly that people because I saw a lot of people, you know, attacking Christina and I'm like, you guys, seriously, I know we love to like poke fun at people. There are so many other like legitimate things to poke fun at people about in this day and age, like her less than Whitney performance of Whitney's music is not maybe the area that I would. Mm-hmm go down i don't
1: know yeah i think and i I do think it was like i I think first of all i thought it was kind of surprising to see christina in that way christina aguilera is usually like made up to the whatever to the nines like she's usually like got she doesn't look natural and just to see her stripped down and just sitting there singing whitney houston it was a little bit shocking and not necessarily what you're used to from um from um Christina.
3: Again, I just think there are better ways to like memorialize Whitney. Like, I don't think you need to have, you don't need to put somebody through the like trauma of getting on stage and singing her music because, again, the whole p- reason that we love Whitney so much is because nobody else had that voice.
1: Yeah, I feel like the same thing is going to happen, you know, when, when they're trying to do tributes to Prince. It's going to like, you're going to feel a little bit lackluster because it's not Prince. You want to hear Prince.
3: Unless you do something different. Like, if she had taken, if Christina had taken, or if they had found a musician, Musician who would take one of Whitney's songs and make it their own mm-hmm. then I think that would be a that would be an actual tribute but you know telling somebody to go out there and do Whitney right it just seems like you're setting that Set person up to failure be criticized yeah
1: um, really quick I just wanted to give like this little uh, this update that just came across that Della Reese has died we talk about oh, Della Reese all so the time sad. she was 86 years old uh, you know her of course as Tess untouched by an angel, but she was also well, she was, a jazz and gospel uh, and pop singer in her early career. She just touched an angel. That's true. Too um, I think so, because she literally just died. Like, no, she's morning. an
3: amazing look. I a huge talent. I am a talent. huge fan of Delores.
1: Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. well, Anyway, so that is the, that's the latest news. I mean, we're just hearing this, 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 uh, this afternoon that Della Reese has passed away at the age of 86. I, you know, it doesn't, it, I'm reading the um, statement from her husband. Uh, I share with you the news that our beloved Della Reese has passed away Mm. peacefully at her California home last evening, surrounded by love. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily say exactly what she passed away from, uh, but it sounds like she was surrounded by her family and friends. So when we come back, I'm certain that Elizabeth Reese uh, will will have something uh, to say about that and so much more with our Dirt Alert here on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk
3: 107.1. Hey, it's Jace from Jason and Alexis. If you missed Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry. We got you. We have the highlights.
1: We go to a karaoke bar for our first date. and Had a wonderful time. Just don't really know why there isn't a second date after two
4: weeks have gone by. I feel kind of weird saying this, but I think she's, I don't know, too much fun for me. At a certain point, uh, she, she actually was buying shots for these other guys. I'm just looking for something a little more, I don't know, um, lack of a better word, I'm not sure. I like to right. have a good time. I mean, it's just my style, really. I mean, I want to be yeah. playing beer pong when I'm 80. You know, I'm not trying to judge that. I I, no. just, I, I don't want to be playing beer pong, you know, at yeah. all. Like, yeah. I, mean, I,
3: I, mean, <laughs> I was, <that> was like, <laughs> Second Chance Romance, Thursdays at 7 and 8.30 on My Talk 107.1. This is a MyTalk Dirt, my Dirt
2: Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert,
0: Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese, welcome to the show. She's brought a bundle of dirt for I us. I have a whole bucket full for you guys. Uh, happy almost Thanksgiving. Yay, Good gobble, gobble. You. Gearing up for the big meal. Okay, let's um, let's start with some of the death news.
3: There's a <laughs> lot. Oh my gosh,
0: there's been a ton this week. I know, there have. Well, and this one is, boy, serial killer Charles Manson died yeah. at the age of 83. I mean, Finally. nobody's really that sad to see know, right. right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you'll remember that he murdered actress Sharon Tate, he and his cult members, and uh, seven others, eight others. I'm so sorry. And, uh, in 1969, these deaths horrified the country. He was serving nine life sentences in California's Corcoran state prison at the time of his death. And, um, you know, this is a nice thing. Deborah Tate, who is the sister of Sharon Tate said, I said a prayer for his soul after she received a call from a prison official informing her of Manson's death Sunday evening. He spent over half of his life in prison, uh, Wow. And that's exactly where he should be.
3: You know, it's 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 yeah. It, I went back that. this morning and was like reading through the story just to remind myself of the people that were involved and how it all went down and you know, everybody sort of thinks of Sharon uh Tate because she was perhaps the most notable of the people that died, yeah. but you know, I was reading through the stories of the other people that were involved and I mean, and you know, her unborn son was like 2 weeks away from being born. Oh, I mean, uh-huh. it was just it was really really just, you know, a tragedy beyond all tragedies and I think it's easy to sort of Plus, it, it, there's also this weird thing about Charles Manson where he became sort of a uh, part of pop culture, yeah. And there were, you know, there were people that sort of idealized him mm-hmm. or idolized him. Um, you know, women that wanted to marry him. Well, like, didn't there was a woman
1: just marry him? Like three or, or four years ago? Yeah, yeah. It was.
3: It's just a. It was a very unique uh, case for so many different reasons, and it was sort of like that like a, a crucial part of the 60s, you know, yeah. Well, history. plus I
0: think what, what had happened with him is being so influential and not, I mean, being a person who- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I
1: have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman,
3: to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
3: all of this is Chris Jenner.
1: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so
3: the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: He's recruiting his followers to mm-hmm. do these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the... That's like the most bizarre thing. I mean, it's one thing when you're like, I'm a murderer and I'm going to kill people. I mean, he was getting people to do these types of things. It was also interesting too, to learn that when he um, was in prison, he racked up tons of violations. I mean, he was hiding cell phones. He was hiding LSD and marijuana in his cell. He would throw feces at guards. I mean, it was just like one thing after another, like talk about just a miserable life that took the lives of innocent people. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Um, I do wanna also tell you, though, that Della Reese passed away.
2: That's yeah, we did hear that. It was so sad.
0: She was in touch by an angel. Remember that oh, show? Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, I should go back and binge watch that. I wonder if I yeah. can find that somewhere. She passed away at the age of 86, uh, and she has uh, left behind her three children. Uh, her daughter another daughter had passed away earlier than her Mm -hmm. and then her husband and i love this because her husband's name is franklin and one of their children is franklin and you know i have a franklin Mm -hmm. so and her last name is reese oh yes look at that bonded i know so r.i.p della reese if you get a chance to you know watch some touched by an angel and remember that that's very nice um let's talk about a little kardashian news shall we so Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. has dumped her longtime assistant and publicist. Ooh, there is stuff going on here. Something's going on. Stephanie Shepard is her um, is her publicist, or that's the COO of her company. And then Ina Tricocas, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, um, but that's her, her publicist. <laughs> Page Six called her her long-suffering publicist, both within the past month. So I don't know. Stephanie Shepard once said she would take a bullet for Kim Kardashian. Oh, well, not anymore. Yeah, One well, cool source says that the pair grew it. apart.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Bradley, wow.
3: I mean, I'm just saying, like, come on. That is not someone anybody's running to work for, although there probably are a lot of people. Well, I think there are yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean,
1: because she's got the Midas touch, but, yeah. but do you really want to? Yeah. I mean, do you really want to? That's a deal with the devil. Well, I think working for
0: any superpower celebrity like that Mm -hmm. sounds so exhausting. If you
3: have no ego of your own to speak of, then maybe that's like the perfect job for you.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how you
1: could work. Well, you know, you know, think about it this way. Kim The reason we know Kim Kardashian is because she started as Paris Hilton's assistant. You're right. So, you know, I'm sure that there is. And then that's the whole premise of her dumb game. Yeah, Her iPhone or her app is that you start as like a miserable peon and then you work your way up to be famous yourself. So I'm sure people come into that. They're clamoring for that job thinking that's going to be their key. And fame is like the end
0: game for Mm -hmm. so many people.
3: Yeah. And. I just can't wait for the moment when it's no longer the case. Because <laughs> I feel like it's inevitable at some point, I right? I hope so. I hope so. Please? Uh,
0: not the case with uh, Kim Kardashian's best buddy. His name is Jonathan Shaban, you know, and he decided to legally change his name to Food God recently. God. He's legally changing his name to Food God, and he says that he struck a multi-million dollar deal with Sugar Factory to set up a subscription candy box service. So we all know that subscription boxes are like the big thing, right? Mm -hmm. You can get them for all sorts of things. The Food God candy club boxes will start at $30 a month, but there's also a $1,000 a month option Including exotic chocolates, gold dusted candy, and an exclusive food god diamond gummy bear charm. No.
3: Can I just say, though, that like this whole Jonathan Chabon is a food person experience? Is this, I mean, Google his face and tell me if that's somebody you want to eat food with. (laughs) No. Like you know how like I, I don't like, think he's it, eating either. I mean, well, I just mean like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy. Because like if you're a food person, yeah. you kind of should be one of those people that like every like Stephanie March, for example. Mm-hmm. You're joyful, yeah. She's somebody you want to go eat a burger with because you know it's going to be fun, right? Or
1: Andrew Zimmern or Anthony Bourdain or you know fill in the blank. I'll you know somebody fun. who's sort of affable and yeah, fun yeah, to although chat a, with. Andrew
3: Zimmern would get annoying because he would be like trying to feed you worms. He'd feed you weird. Oh. Like the other day he said something like, I can't stand oatmeal. But I love pigs' brains or something. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, okay, that's not relatable. But again, you want to eat food with somebody you can relate to, and I right. feel like it's so weird to me that he is cashing in on. I don't know this how anyone thing. thinks
0: that he's a food god. Yeah, I mean, why I would anyone think that? Because I'm, his Instagram is I'm like full of food also pictures. Also, kind of all. like against the term food god, right? Molly. I also missed that he was changing his. Like legally changing his name. Yeah, because he I got a little was bit his new overshadowed brand. by P. Diddy saying that he was oh. changing his name, which was actually just like a tequila-fueled mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Victoria's Secret fashion show those. Before. <laughs> it happened over the weekend. Alessandra Ambrosio took her final Victoria's Secret catwalk Sunday night in Shanghai. She's hanging up her angel wings. And uh, there's a $2 million fantasy bra. You can watch this extended commercial air- on CBS coming up, I think I'm good next week. But thanks.
3: Do women buy Victoria's? Se- they must. I think people buy yeah. Victoria's like, Secret. But Victoria's but like, Secret to me just seems so like, like late '90s, early 2000s. That's exactly. You know, what it feels that's like. how yeah. I feel about
1: it too. Because like, yeah. that's when I was shopping there, and me now too. I'm like, like, I think I'm too old for Victoria's Secret.
3: You, right. listen, well,
0: the bra, you, the struggle is
3: real yeah, with finding the right yeah, bra. You
0: got to actually go. You can't but just wanna, order the online. But I don't want to go. I want to go to someone who is going yeah, me go like to measure me and like analyze my boobies yeah. and figure out how to best Not like handle I'm going to go
3: to like, you know, go round and then <laughs> hop over to Victoria's Secret after I get an orange Julia. I just can't
0: believe that
1: Elizabeth just said analyze my boobies. On that note, you can <laughs> do that later on Twin no, Cities we can't Live. can't do that because. <laughs> no. We need to we call her for a 30 second pop culture challenge Six five one six four one. 1071 we'll be back after this my talk 1071 everything
3: and by the way they're real oh. and they're spectacular
1: <laughs> entertainment 30
3: seconds five
1: questions you can win a prize but only at twelve thirty on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com we are everything entertainment i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge.
3: 30-second pop culture
1: challenge.
3: All right. Who are we playing with today, Holly? And what are they playing for?
1: Uh, today we're playing with Julie, and she is playing for a pair of movie passes to see Breathe, starring Andrew Garfield and Claire Foy during its run of engagement at Twin Cities AMC Theater. Woo.
3: Five questions, 30 seconds. You can win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colina Bradley Show. It is the 30-second pop culture challenge. Are you ready? Yep. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Name the 90s sci-fi TV hit starring David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Uh, Quantum Leap. Nope. Keep going. Uh,
4: I don't know it. I don't know it. Okay.
3: Finish the title of this animated comedy, The Secret Life of... Nim. Nope. Keep going. Nemo? Nope. I don't know it. What Happy TV Homemaker and X-Con's tagline is, it's a good thing?
4: Uh, Betty White? Nope. Um, I'm not sure. So
3: who who or what? A bad day. Oh, you tried, Julie, you're Julie. my favorite
1: player nope. in, in a, quite some long time.
3: <laughs> Julie, thanks for playing. Thank you. Now, um, if you think you can do one better than Julie... Mm-hmm. You can play tomorrow. tomorrow.
1: Exactly, we do it every day at twelve thirty here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the thirty-second pop culture challenge. Do we want to satisfy people with
3: the answers to those questions? I'll ask you these questions. Let me know. The timer will begin. Oh, we don't need to do that. Name the '90s sci-fi TV hit starring David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. The X-Files. Finish the title of this animated comedy. The Secret Life of Pets. What Happy TV homemaker and ex-cons tagline is... It's a good thing. Martha Stewart. Who or what was Kit on the 80s TV show Knight Rider? A talking car. Bruce Banner turns into what fictional superhero when he becomes angry? The Hulk. Ding, ding, ding. Dun, dun, so, dun. All right, well, better luck next time.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. And uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news lately, but there uh, there's a lot of really bad areas you could accidentally step in. What? Yeah. You could sitting down at your Thanksgiving oh, table. Oh, at the dinner table. Yes, yes I'm like, yes. what, is,
3: did my dog doo do on the floor? No, okay.
1: but but virtually uh, the world has doo-dooed on us. <laughs> and so there's a lot of bad opportunities to maybe take a wrong turn during your Thanksgiving conversation. So we've kind of put together a good guide, some tips, if you will, oh. on how
0: to try
1: to avoid having those conversations.
0: Time for Colleen's tips for having non-controversial Thanksgiving table talk this year.
1: Oh, you guys are on the holidays. I really do miss my grandparents so much. Old people are so wise. Yeah, I miss my grandparents too. I miss the traditions
0: that they used to bring to the Thanksgiving table, and I miss all their stories. My grandparents told such
3: wonderful, wonderful stories. Oh,
1: I know. My grandfather used to always talk about taking the streetcar in Minneapolis. Oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Did
3: your grandfather ever grab somebody's ass? You know, like President George W. Bush you know who his favorite politician is I mean magician David Copperfield yeah let's talk about that okay. old people
1: Wow Bradley
3: <laughs> okay I mean it's just so, gonna be hard this year is what I'm saying
1: apparently that one went awry we'll okay. try that again mm-hmm. later
3: yeah,
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> okay but today also by the way is a very important anniversary
3: Yes, it is. Uh, Frankly, it's something that every Minnesotan should not forget. Did the words grape salad mean anything to you? I wish that they didn't. Right? Okay, you probably remember that about three years ago, just over uh, this last week, we were um, essentially roundly made fun of by the New York Times when they suggested that uh, Minnesotans' favorite Thanksgiving dish was something called grape salad. Let's let's remember what actually happened three years ago this week.
2: It's a culinary conundrum over a harmless looking little salad no one in Minnesota's ever heard of. Grape salad? Come now. Come now.
3: I've never heard of grape salad before in my life. I was born and raised here in Minnesota.
2: When the seemingly urbane urbanites at the venerable New York Times chose each state's favorite recipe for its United States of Thanksgiving feature, the grape salad, broiled with sour cream and pecans optional, was picked the favorite in the land of 10,000 lakes. Apparently, it comes from a Minnesota born heiress. The Times wasn't expecting 10,000 protests. We don't grow
1: grapes, we don't have pecans, we don't broil them together, I mean,
3: it's just from Mars.
2: The (sighs) grapes of our wrath fired back the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Minnesota nice, non-existent on Facebook. I can't wait to have grandma's grape salad at Thanksgiving, said no one from Minnesota ever opined one. I have lived through 74 Thanksgivings, both in Minnesota and Wisconsin, and have never even heard of grape salad, much less been served it, grumbled another grape griper. The Times public editor replied saying the paper had committed an epic recipe fail, adding that food is really regional, not state by state.
1: It is no way representative or even a good idea because I tasted it after the uproar. It's terrible.
2: (laughs) In Minnesota, the grape salad is leaving them mighty sour. Kevin Tibbles, NBC News. You know, it's it still brings me back.
3: And if you guys don't remember, we made a lot of hay about this because we were rightfully outraged. Yeah. Um. And and frankly, nobody t- to that report's point, nobody had ever heard. Like you had like one or two people calling, like I remember when it's like no, okay. Nobody literally has ever put that in their mouths before. Or
1: like maybe, maybe somebody brought it to like a potluck when they Googled, you know, new and interesting Weird salads or something. You throw
3: in a bowl and yeah. broil with sour cream. <laughs> Who broils sour cream? I know,
1: right? But it was certainly not on anybody's Thanksgiving table. That was no. what was so asinine about that. And honestly, like hearing that report, again, brings me right back to that time and how, I mean, it was one of those unifying moments for our state where everybody came together and was like, hi, New York Times. You don't know us. Don't talk to me like that. I don't know what grape salad you're talking about. Do you remember we tried it? Uh, Yeah, it was was disgusting. Um,
3: But what I will also say is What a simpler, gentler time it was that our biggest, our chiefest outrage of the day was a side dish that a a lofty um, intellectual newspaper from the left coast thrust upon us. I mean... Today, I would be grateful for The New yeah. York Times to post a story about some cockamamie dish nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. That would be the best thing they could do because it could get us off the topic of what they're really reporting on, which is nothing we're going to talk about on this show.
1: Or we are later.
3: Yeah, It's we our, are? It's
1: our senator. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you Google New York womp womp. Times in Minnesota right now, the first story that comes up is going to be about Senator Al Franken and his grab ass. And just being real—that's real talk, right there. Gone are the days when uh, a frivolous little thing like a, a harmless grape salad got us all up in arms. <sighs> well, speaking of our uh, of our Thanksgiving tables, okay, I have some rules. I host Thanksgiving at my house, and there's a couple things that I cannot abide. On my table if they are store-bought I firmly believe that at least two items must be homemade if not more so the question is this like what w- cranberries
3: okay you can't you make do- your own cranberry sauce
1: yes and oh, I have a very very weird. good reason why I think it's dumb to do anything else oh. I'm serious okay. and pies that's my other one
3: um, okay
1: 651 641 1071. What store bought food can you absolutely not abide on your Thanksgiving table? Give us a call. We'll take your calls after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071 on Jason and Alexis. I've only played beer pong once in my life, and it was about
3: three years ago for my um, husband's birthday in Chicago. And I, well, so obviously, I was in my—I was just turned forty. I was like, "What am I doing? I'm forty <laughs> playing beer pong for the first time in my really
1: life." Creeped out because I don't want the balls to be dirty. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. You so, know, because I mean, the it, balls are bouncing it, <laughs> around and then they go in the cup and then you no, drink no, it. No, and I'm just... like, ooh, but the dirty balls. Yeah, oh, thanks, Nicole. She's um, gone. Balls, but balls, the dirty
4: balls. 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 Oh, yeah, she's what like, bye. After someone yeah. says something like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 107.1. The radio home of, oh, great. Now I got to watch that, too. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. What store bought food items do you absolutely not allow on your Thanksgiving table? That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show. On My Talk 1071, we are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bless you, Bradley Trainer. You. And uh, that is the question we are asking What store bought food will you how not this, allow?
3: How did this come table? up?
1: Well, because so I host Thanksgiving at my house and um, I. Feel very strongly that specifically pies, like that's my first big thing. Like, I can't
3: handle store bought pies. Oh my God, everybody does a store bought pie. No, yeah, I would guarantee you that the majority of people do store bought pie. Okay,
1: here's why I can't do store bought okay. pie because they never taste as good as homemade. And so it's once you yeah. know how good homemade pie is, pie you takes can't ever. Not really. Nobody
3: wants to sit there and make a crust. I'm just saying, I think the reason that most people do store-bought pie is because it takes a lot of time, and if you could just go to Baker Square or somewhere like Willette's and get a pie that they made, I'm sure it's going to be pretty amazing. Okay, the
1: other thing I will not buy at the store is cranberries. Tonight is cranberry night, so tonight I go home and I make the cranberries.
3: God.
1: How long do you think it takes to make cranberries?
3: I don't know, but I... If I've I don't make th- Thanksgiving dinner, but I actually look forward to the canned cranberry sauce.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so much better, and it takes like ten minutes. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What store bought food can you absolutely not allow on your Thanksgiving table? We've got Elaine on the line. Uh, Elaine, what is the store bought food that you will not allow on your table?
4: Okay, so I have to correct him and sell him this is elaine hi elaine i have to here. hi um we do not buy any type of baker squares pie anything in our house so i have i do buy pie shell mm-hmm. and i make delicious filling to put into the, the shells because that is too much work but i don't i don't buy store-bought pies
3: what kind of pie um, do you at, make
4: uh, this year we're having 50 plus people, so I am making a sweet potato pie. Oh. I am making pecan pie. Oh. I am making a red velvet cake oh and a big, are... huge thing of banana pudding.
3: Do you want 52 people? Because <laughs> that sounds amazing.
4: <laughs> you guys could most certainly come by. You would blend in perfectly. But so desserts are one of those things, but my three were. Um, macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. uh, you cannot pass off stove top anything to put it to any type of bird well,
1: okay yes thank you for saying that one too because i feel very strongly about the stuffing as well <laughs>
4: yes and um, because my family is is kind of migrated from the south uh potato salad shows up random oh. times of the year you oh, cannot you can buy never it.
3: buy potato salad from the store i agree with no. you there yeah, so that's what we don't do,
1: Elaine. I feel like I, I feel like my heart understands you very well. Yes, I feel like we're kindred spirits. <laughs> what about kidding. the cranberries, though? Really, real talk. I I I, I love
3: cranberries. <laughs> yes, who doesn't love that gelatinous blob that uh, falls out of the can?
4: If, if I if I I have tried like the stuff people make, and it doesn't have that same yumminess that the gelatinous stuff has I, I
1: know okay I get it I get it okay thank and it, you and, and even it, it even ruins
4: in
3: it when they buy the ones with the with the cranberries in it I, yeah. that's cool. I want that so, slice yeah.
4: yes oh
1: my yeah. gosh you guys are hilarious Thanks, thank you Elaine. so much
3: Elaine I will is there anything because Colleen you kind of have gone down the list and um is there anything you do store buy or buy at the store?
1: Lefsa and
3: Lefse? that's a Thanksgiving thing at your house. Lefsa?
1: Lefsa is for every celebration. Oh, man. if you are Scandinavian, yeah. Lefsa can be anywhere. It's like a Norwegian tortilla. It's the best. No, I that like I think that store bought. I feel like our well, we'll do like the canned um, uh, green beans with the cream of mushroom soup. Yeah, but like you all of that is like that. well, yeah. I mean, you <clears throat> dump I mean, it together and cream it in of that. mushroom
3: soup. I hope. That would be kind of crazy.
1: I know, but like, or like corn, you know. Rolls? Rolls can be store-bought. Okay, good. But I just have such strong feelings about, and I, when Elaine said stuffing, that got me too, because you cannot, no, 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 you I have like to like. I like
3: stovetop, I won't lie.
1: I like stovetop. I much There's a time have, and a place. I would much rather have
3: stovetop than some, like, the problem I have is people go like, I'm gonna make everything for Thanksgiving this year, and I'm gonna do some twists, so we're gonna do a curry sweet potato. Oh, I, that bugs I, me. i like like, no 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 thanks i want my old-fashioned like i mean if if you're good at it and you love to make it then you should make it but if it is not you to make then just buy it from someone who knows how to make it like i don't care as long as the turkey like i'm pretty sure my mom this year is going to make a turkey The rest, with the exception of potato salad, would be bought from the store, and I'd be fine with that.
1: Listen, I'm not saying that I haven't bought stuff from the store before. I totally have. There have been years that I couldn't put on the Thanksgiving that I wanted to, and we'd get it all from, you know, the grocery store pre-made, and it was all great. But for the most part, if I have my druthers, I want to make my own pies. I don't want them from a store. Let's go to Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, it's Bonnie, the makeup artist you guys talked to you like six months oh, ago. Oh, hi, How Bonnie. Are <laughs>
4: How are you? I have, well, I could be better. I shattered my leg a few months oh, ago. No. So I'm at oh, no. Oh, no. But my food, I wanted, and it's so cool because I've been on the show like three, four times. This is awesome.
3: Anyway, <laughs> you regular. Uh,
4: yes, I am. Uh, potatoes, mashed potatoes. You can't.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah, who would do that? people. No, and people.
4: in my family, they want like three types of potatoes. I do the skin-on mashed garlic potatoes. I do the regular skin-off potatoes, and then I do the cheesy hash-brown potatoes. Oh, those are my favorite. So, yes. So you have to have... And then the next day, and for the next week, we do hash-brown potato patty for breakfast. We
3: oh, my God. So, Again, what time are we coming over? Yeah,
1: right? We have a lot... Um, I, yeah. Thanksgiving's going to be a big day for us, Bradley. You know what? that She just said that I do want to say this, so I lest I sound like a complete and total snob, like I won't allow anything that is store bought on my table. We do not make our own gravy at our house. My what? mom brings like scores of backup gravy. We call it the backup gravy.
3: Why don't we you try to make like a the little easiest bit easiest thing to make?
1: Well, my husband, brines the bird. So then it's way too salty. So like when you try to make gravy from the drippings, oh. it's too salty. Weird. So uh, also it is it's not as like good gravy. It has to be good. You know, you don't want half well,
3: what you do don't you, want is half it in a ass jar? gravy. Where do you get gravy from?
1: Uh Lund's and Byerly's gravy is the best. Oh. That's what we do. Every okay. single year it's backup gravy. Thanks, Mom. There's no idea. Let's go to is it Jera? Jara, yep. Hi, Jara. What, what store-bought food can you absolutely not abide on your Thanksgiving table?
4: Well, I like it other times of the year. I do like self stuffing other times of the year. But on Thanksgiving, my mom makes the best homemade stuffing. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
3: But if you I didn't have not... your mom, like, what would you do?
4: I I guess we would do self top. I don't know how to make it, but it literally is other okay, stuffing. And it's a little difference. I mean... So that's okay. Like I said, I buy it, you know, other meals, other times of the year. But Thanksgiving, I got to have my mom's homemade stuffing.
1: Yeah. I get it, Jira. And I will tell you, you may think that stuffing is really hard to make. It's actually so easy. It's like my it's favorite. Really easy to
3: ruin, too, because I feel like half the time it's, like, super dry.
1: Oh, you just got to keep adding broth to it. It's all good. It's easy. Easy. Let's go to Marcy. Marcy, you will have the final word. What oh. store-bought item can you just not have on your Thanksgiving table? Cool whip. No really? cool whip. Oh my gosh! What?
3: Pure hydrogenated oil, guys. Oh my god. Oh, just give me a
1: spoon. I will go to town on that. I it mean, look. If you're,
3: look. If you're gonna come over to my house and whip my cream for me, fine. <laughs> but like, I
1: will. Yeah, but I, cool whip is like 150 times better than just normal whipped cream.
4: Oh no, you can, no. Put a van- you can put vanilla extract in or almond extract and a little sugar in there. I will, will say there's good.
3: there's appeal to to actual whipped cream, but when it comes to Thanksgiving and like pumpkin pie, I just want a big dollop of Cool Whip. hmm Okay. So <laughs> <it's
1: out laughs> I'll just bring my you.
3: own. I'll bring my own.
1: <laughs> we'll see okay. you on Thursday, Marcy. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to make it. We're going to have to make the rounds. People had some... I'm hungry, so I know, right? Sorry about that. Uh, When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, I hate to do it, but the news is making us. You guys, more from Perv Corner. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1. Everything...
4: ...entertainment.